The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale. Holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. Thank you for being here. This is show number 41, how a blind therapy cat started his own charity with Christy Santoro of the Tommy Cat Foundation. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner, and now teacher. I have to say, I'm so excited because I just attuned my first student this past weekend here in San Francisco, and I... I had said when I was becoming a Reiki master, uh, the one thing I didn't want to do was teach. And it turns out I am the first Reiki master from my own master who has started teaching. (laughs) So I'm so excited here in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I do distant healings as well as in-person sessions for people and animals and attuning students because energy transcends space and time. And there's more on my website, charliekeel.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. This is your safe place to honor animals where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. My guest, Christy Santoro, is the founder and CEO of the Tommy Cat Foundation, a 501c3 charity in Las Vegas for special needs kittens and cats who are considered unadoptable. Her past work and board membership at charities caring for felines with extreme medical needs prepared her for creating a full-fledged nonprofit forever home for cats who are either blind, paralyzed, have cerebellar hypoplasia, or other disabilities. My other guest, Tommy Cat, is a blind therapy cat registered with pet partners, as well as a local Las Vegas celebrity cat who has appeared on TV, in magazines and newspapers, and at events to bring in donations for other animal charities. Find out more at TommyCatFoundation.org or on his Facebook page, Tommy Cat Foundation. Welcome, Christy Santoro and Tommy Cat. Hey there, how are you? Hi, Christy, you have created an amazing charity to help kittens and cats with chronic conditions that in most cases, no one is ever going to adopt. And you've named it after your spokes cat, Tommy, who, as I mentioned, is a blind registered therapy cat. So we, before we dive into your amazing foundation, let's talk some Tommy. (laughs) How did you first adopt Tommy and discover his love for healing others? Well, you know, I got him from a veterinarian who somebody had brought him in. He was about four weeks old, and they asked me if I would take him because I had a couple of other um, special needs cats, and they thought I could probably handle him. And uh, so he came in as a foster I'm not very good at fostering. Most of them are foster failures. <laughs> which, which we say with love. Yeah. Um, and we tried to save his eyes, but we couldn't. They were really way far gone. And the vet told me it really wouldn't matter because he's probably never been able to see because I was absolutely horrified that he was oh. going to lose his eyes. Um, and she said, you know, he, you're not going to even know. He'll do just fine, and he does. He does just fine. I sometimes forget that he's blind. 
Um, he gets around great. He never runs into anything. He goes up and down the stairs, climbs cat trees. Um, he does great. So um, he's always been just kind of a mellow, easygoing cat. And a couple of times I took him to a fundraiser, and he did really well. And I thought I was getting ready to retire, and I heard of this place that does um, therapy cats that will certify them. It's called Pet Partners, and it's a nationwide uh, organization. And uh, I retired, and we did all the classes and took the test, and he passed. And he now goes to nursing homes and group homes and schools and hospitals. And um, he's just a love. He, he does really quite well. So um, he, he's kind of famous even in Pet Partners because he doesn't have eyes, and uh, you know he'll go to these huge events, employee wellness, at some of the conventions that come here, and the, you know the convention halls are noisy and busy, and he just doesn't even—he's not even bothered by it. Um, so that's—he's kind of taken up my retirement time. <laughs> I thought I was going to be watching a lot of Netflix and <laughs> hanging out, and it just doesn't. <laughs> no, they have other plans like a, for us. Yeah, my sister said I'm like a soccer mom with Tommy. <laughs> oh, it's, so I have to um, check this, his schedule before so I Tommy, do anything else. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're his momager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Tommy wears a harness when he goes around and he walks on a leash and describe his beautiful coloring so everyone can picture him. Well, he's a tabby. He's a brown and gray and black tabby. He's got white feet and a white chest and uh, no eyes, so his face is kind of narrow. And he's actually kind of a tall, big guy. He weighs about 12 pounds. He looks bigger than um, what, he, what he actually weighs, probably because he's so tall. His legs are long. And, um, and he has to wear a harness and leash when he goes. It's part of the right. pet partner's requirement. Oh, of he course. had to pass the same test that dogs have to pass. So he had to walk on the leash, come when he's called, you know, be able to identify his name. Um, oh, wow. So it wasn't an easy test. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we passed. He, he did better cat, than I did. My Tonkinese cat, Kashi, who is no longer with us. I lost him just this past um, May. Did all that. And yeah. he walked on the harness and a leash and he would come when, he, you know, he would stop when you call him and he'd turn his face like, uh, is this important? And I, so yeah. if I repeated his name a second time, then he knew it was and he would turn and come to me. And yeah. I always felt like he would be a great therapy cat, but I never, I, honestly, I never had the time to try to yeah. even go pursue it, but I felt like he would be the perfect therapy cat and, yeah. and he would have been, but you know, he'll. He'll come back to me in another way. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy has appeared on TV, radio, in magazines, and newspapers, and he's very generous, or his mommy is, um, <laughs> because Tommy goes to other events to help out other charities and help the, them raise funds, even when Tommy Cat Foundation needs its own funds. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder about myself, but I really am a strong believer in um, giving back to other people. That when, you know, people are generous and good to you and um, you've had good luck and um, it's so important to share that with other people and to give as much as you can. 
and we donate to other charities too to help them out and um it's just something that I strongly believe in is giving back. So Tommy believes in that too. <laughs> as long as he gets his treats, he's happy and camper. I, actually, you and I met when back when I lived in Las Vegas. Uh, we were both on the board of another foundation that had to do with chronically ill, abused, and abandoned cats, the Poppy Foundation, which I hold very fondly in my heart. And I'll never forget, we were having a board meeting and um, my fiance, who was who was alive at the time, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden I'm going, oh. Anyway, um, had, had turned it into this big party and he had baked for days, cooked and baked, and he had made, you know, fresh homemade sangria and all these wonderful things. And I remember at the last minute, uh, you texted all of us and you said, I can't make it in person. If you can uh, dial me in, you know, on the phone and I can be part of the meeting on the phone. I can't be there because I have some um, last minute meds that I have, you know, and care I have to give for some of my cats or one of your cats had gotten really sick and you had to do like an hourly thing with them. And you said, oh, I yeah. can't come. So, uh, yeah. you know, put me in on the phone and I'll, I'll be in the meeting on the phone. And I thought, oh, wow, what dedication. Not that that's what we wouldn't have all done, but it just was like, you're missing our board meeting slash party. <laughs> I know. But... Yes, I was missing a party. I had to listen to you guys eat and drink <laughs> while I sat there and syringe fed the kitten yes. every 15 minutes. <laughs> That's what it was every 15 minutes. Yeah, I got, you... she got really sick and she had to be syringe fed. She could only take a little bit at a time and I had to do it every 15 minutes. And, you know, I wanted to do whatever I can to save her. So. And you so did it was every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, she lived about another year, but she was a very sick little kitten. So, so you've been doing this for as long as I've known you and probably your whole life. Um, how did you turn this into the Tommy Cat Foundation? Well, I, I kind of like what you said, I was raising money for other organizations when I desperately needed money myself, especially for the vet bills, the vet bills are just, you know, I have a great vet, but still they're outrageous because everybody needs, you know, extended care. And um, even my friends are saying, why are you raising money for other organizations? Because I'd always be hitting them up for something. Aww. You need to raise money for yourself. And I, I thought, well, you know, I, Maybe I should. And then when I retired, I thought, you know, because it is kind of a process to become um, a legitimate, what I call legitimate rescue. And, you know, people do this without a 501c3 and they're still legitimate. But a lot of times people won't donate to you because if you're not a 501c3 and being monitored by the IRS and the government, um, who knows what you're going to do with the money. So, And I hate to say this, there are some rescues out there who... Uh, who are not legitimate or they even got their, their status, their um, 501c3 status, and they still keep the money and they are not trustworthy. And it's a horrible right. thing. Whereas you, right. I can vouch for you a hundred percent. You're, you're beyond trustworthy. Well, yeah, most of my money goes to the cats. So <laughs> right. It's not a question of does the donations, <laughs> right. mostly my money. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, we decided to do that. I had a couple people say, hey, I would donate to you a little bit more if you were a 501c3 because they have their money tied up that it can, they can only be donated to a 501c3. So, and there's a lot of other benefits, um, taxes. I spend probably a couple thousand dollars of food a month, um, and I pay taxes on that, and that's a lot of money that I could save for more food. Um, so I, after I retired, it was my goal to do it, and I did it in about a year. It took me a year to get going because it's, you know, dealing with the IRS and the government and the state and all the paperwork. I would start it and then get frustrated and then start it again and get frustrated. And um, so I finally found somebody to help me pull it all together because not only do you have to do uh, paperwork for the federal government, but you have to do paperwork for your own local, state, and county mm. government. <laughs> so, it's like, okay, <laughs> they just want your money. You know, you have to become a business right. and a corporation and pay $50 here and 150 here, and then you can go and apply for the 501c3 status with the federal government once you have your EIN numbers through your local government. So... It took some time for me to motivate myself and do that, and uh, having someone to help me, it took us a couple of hours to get online and do it all. So um, we've only been a 501c3 since mid-August, so we're brand new, and um, it takes time to get things together, you know, a website. We're still working on the website, and, um, you know, get a board and get a bank account and a bank account needs this kind of proof and you know all these mm-hmm. different things that you have to do it's taken some time we finally got a logo and now we're getting t-shirts and and they're so um, cute they are so I cute know, aren't they cute yes yeah um so it's it's coming along so we're i hate to tell there. you we, this christy you are not retired you are working know, double right? full-time aren't you <laughs> i know and i, I am. <laughs> And I want everyone to know we're talking um, mid-August of 2019, so anyone who's listening to this later on knows that, oh, Tommy Cat's Foundation's been around for 10 years. It's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> a couple months. <laughs> yeah. So this, no, but I mean anyone who's listening to this podcast, because this podcast lives on forever. So uh-huh. people will be hearing about the Tommy Cat Foundation for years to come. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, but so it, yeah, it got its official um, 501c3 status in mid-August of 2019. Good Correct. deal. Um, what medical conditions do the kittens and cats in your foundation have? Well, I have, um, let's see, three or four cats that don't have eyes. Tommy's one of them. Um, I just got a kitten a couple months ago, and she doesn't have eyes. She was trapped by one of our local rescuers who just does wonderful things in Las Vegas, and um, he knows I take in cats with special needs. I've taken another cat from him. I call him Mangled Marvin. Um, (laughs) He was probably attacked by a dog, you know, in a dog fighting situation. And his two back legs are all mangled up and his tail's all mangled. So he's feral, and they couldn't re-release him. But, you know, he's all healed up, and he kind of limps around. I have cats that have cerebellum hypoplasia. Yes, I was looking that up. What is that? It's kind of like um, cerebral palsy in humans. 
And there's different degrees of it. So there's, and I have mild, moderate, and severe. So my mild uh, kitten that I got a few months ago, you can't really even tell that he has it. He'll every now and then kind of wobble or shake his head. Um, And then I have a moderate one, and she, when she walks, she looks like she's going to fall over. She looks like she's drunk. And (laughs) I laugh and say, this is what it looks like when you've been drinking all night and come home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she looks like every time she's going to fall over, every step she takes, but she doesn't. Um, and she, you know, they're kind of messy in the litter box, and she's messy with her food because she shakes a lot. And then I have um, a couple of severe ones where they can't um, walk. So um, they just kind of, one of them, she'll stand up and then kind of throw herself where she needs to go. And um, so the house has to be cat-proof for her so she doesn't slam into anything. And... Um, the other one I have, he really can't move. He'll kind of, I call him my little worm. He'll kind of worm his way. But he also has other disabilities in that he's blind and then his back end is paralyzed. So he's got three strikes against him. But he's very loving and loves it to be held and loves to be with the other cats. Um, and I have, a, let's see, seven paralyzed cats. So, so the back end, their back ends are um, paralyzed. Um, they get around great. Actually, I have to chase them down. And that's <laughs> embarrassing when you're outrun by a paralyzed cat. Um, so I have to express their bowels and bladders. Um, each one is different how many times I do it a day, um, you know, depending upon the cat, because every cat is different. And um, I've got a deaf cat. How can you even tell when they're deaf? But <laughs> she's deaf. <laughs> Um, and I have some feral cats that have also got disabilities. They're either blind or um, have something going on, and maybe they were trapped and they couldn't be re-released, so they come here because I have uh, an outdoor enclosure um, in the the backyard. It's very secure, and the cats love it. A catio. Yes, it's called a catio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got some grass on it and some tile, and it's the whole back end of our house. So it's quite nice. So something you said earlier, that's really important because you hear all these disabilities and you think, oh my gosh, that poor little creature must be so miserable. Why do you do this? And then you said they love to be held. They purr, they play and, and you've been outrun by a paralyzed cat. So they are enjoying life. Oh yeah. You know, my paralyzed cats, they've got some great upper body strength, they climb the cat tree. (laughs) Um, You know, their back legs swing, but, you know, they're pretty strong and they're able to get up on the cat tree. So they go in and out the doggy doors because we've got doggy doors on into the catio so the cats can come in and out as they want. And, um, you know, they they have a great life. And I have had some people question me about, um, you know, quality of life and, if I didn't think they had a good quality of life, um, I wouldn't have them suffer, you know. Right. But, um, I think they do have a good quality of life. And um, Kit Kat, he's the one that's blind um, and has CH and is paralyzed. You know, he loves to cuddle with the other cats. He lets me know when he needs something, um, when he's happy, when he's unhappy. You pick him up, he licks you and purrs. You know, he's just... <laughs> I think his quality of life is good. So, um, and he's healthy and 
we have to give him water, um, but he'll eat on his own. He makes a huge mess, but he can do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and when you keep the story positive and upbeat, what they can do, what a beautiful right. day it is, how much fun they are having, how much they are loved, they don't wallow in their sad story. They enjoy the beauty of living. Right, right. And I enjoy them, you know. I really You learn so much from them. Yeah. Yeah, and I was a before I retired, I was um I had my master's degree in special education, so um sometimes I I know what to do therapy-wise because there's not a whole well there is a difference between an infant and a cat, but as far as being able to manipulate them and build um some of their strengths, you're kind of doing the same types of things. Um with exercising and physical therapy and that kind of thing. So it's um, not that it's easy, but it's, that has helped me in taking care of them. I'm talking with Christy Santoro, founder of the Tommy Cat Foundation, which you can find on Facebook under Tommy Cat Foundation or TommyCatFoundation.org. Let's talk about Rocco, one of the Aww. newest kittens at the <laughs> Tommy Cat good. Foundation. He's an adorable, tiny black kitten with these big yellow eyes that melt through to your soul. Yeah. And <laughs> I have a special bond with Rocco. How did he come to you and what was going on? Well, um, somebody on Facebook, sometimes I think I need to stay off of Facebook. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they all know I take special cats now. Um, sent me a picture of him. Um, somebody else had was feeding, you know, there's a lot of feral cats here, and they feed them. And he came into the colony, and they, they sent me a picture of him eating some dry food on the ground, which was absolutely pathetic because, you know, he was dragging himself. He's paralyzed in the back end. So he was all scratched up, and he was all dirty. And then they sent me another video of him kind of running around in the, the yard area where he was, and I just couldn't say no to him. Although I was concerned because he's feral. Mm -hmm. And when they're paralyzed, you know, I have to be able to hold them and clean them and take care of them several times a day. Um, and a feral cat, you really can't do that. So I was a little concerned about it, but um, they did trap him. And I don't know if you saw that video, but it was just so sad. No. He didn't get trapped. He was terrified. No. Um, and they took him to the vet, and the vet was able to handle him and hold him. So I thought, okay, he, he's young enough. I'm going to give this a shot. And um, he is feral. <laughs> I think he's getting used to humans now. Um, he, he has never tried to bite me or scratch me. Um, he lets me pick him up. I'm able to express his bladder and his bowels. But he just wasn't like a typical kitten. He just laid there and didn't do anything. And I was so concerned with him that, you know, what's going on? We did blood work and he's healthy. So that's when I asked, does anybody do Reiki with um, animals? And you had said, yes, I can do it. And um, he... Mm. And that's when I said, you know what, I'd be happy uh, to connect yeah. to Rocco. And so I connected with him over a period of six days because I felt it was important to let it accumulate a little bit each day. And when I first connected with him, I just felt this extreme exhaustion. This yeah. cat was worn 
out to the core and exhausted and really didn't have much of a will to live. And I kept giving a little Reiki each day. After three days, by the fourth day, he said, give me a rest. I said, okay. Then when I went back the fifth day, he's like, I'm ready for some more. And by then uh, was when I asked you, how's he doing? And what did you tell me? He is like a different cat. He was, he's curious. He's curious of the other cats and playing with them. He's in a condo um, playing with them because he still is healing from the, his wounds from dragging himself. So those all need to be healed up before I let him down. Um, and he needs to be neutered too. And he just, he started eating better and he um, started playing with toys, which was just, you know, that's what you want to see a kitten do. And I woke up one morning and came out and his condo was trashed. <laughs> like a little rock star. The water was overturned. There's food everywhere. Um, toys, you know, on top of him. And I thought, and I thought to myself, oh, dear God. But then it, I was so happy about it because it's like he's a typical kitten now. Yes. Um, and he has just improved. You know, he's, when I took him to the vet, um, cause he was sneezing and he got some antibiotics and I went back a week later, he gained a pound, a little, a little over a pound in just a week. Wow. After getting the yeah. So, That's huge. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I couldn't be more excited and thrilled. And now when I connect, connect yeah. to him, he definitely has a huge will to live and, and he, this, this joie de vivre, you know, that yeah. <laughs> sucks. Um, this extreme joy of life. And he, and he has learned to love again because he didn't feel love, didn't feel loved or like giving it. And now he loves you and he feels the love and it's just such a, I love oh, Rocco. Great. Yeah. You know, he's showing interest in the other cats. Um, and the other cats are kind of jumping up with his, his condos on a table and they're batting each other back and forth and they're taking <laughs> his toys out. Um, and, uh, you know, I put food in there. He eats it. He's, you know, he's doing great. So um, he gets neutered on Thursday. Yay! <laughs> and- well, I'll connect with him again and send some um, Reiki for just a nice, smooth, complication-free surgery. Good, because he also has to have surgery on his mouth because none of his okay. baby fell out okay he's got two sets of teeth oh my <laughs> gosh fell out i know it's kind of cute when you open his mouth <laughs> he's got four fangs on the top <laughs> um so unfortunately so- we are down to our last few minutes as a charity okay. christy what can people do to help you well um we have an amazon wish list of food and different supplies for the cats, and it's always great when somebody um, sends anything off of that list, food, um, plates. I use a lot of baby wipes um, and pee pads. So anything off of the Amazon wish list, which you can find it on um, the Tommy Cat Foundation Facebook page. Um, Any donations, there's on his website, there is a donate button. It goes to PayPal. Um, So any money... Uh, is always very helpful. So, you know, on Thursday I'm taking two cats in and it's going to be one's getting a dental and then Rocco's getting neutered and surgery on his mouth. So it's going to be very expensive. Um, So any kind of financial donation, if anybody wants to like sponsor a cat on a monthly basis, I've had a couple of people do that where they set it up through PayPal that they 
you know, donate $20 a month, and it's just automatically taken out and donated to the foundation. Um, and spread the word, you know, get on his Facebook page, share it, and because um, the more people that are looking at it, then the more people are going to fall in love with the Roccos of the world. <laughs> yes. So, so the what is of the world. <laughs> so um, that's, again, that's TommyCatFoundation.org and also the Tommy Cat Foundation on Facebook. What is one last thing you would like to impress upon everyone? Uh, you know, when you see those special needs cats, they're just as wonderful as a regular cat. And, uh, you know, it's hard. There aren't very many rescues out there that will help them. So if anybody's out there that wants to help, it, you know, they're a great addition to your family. Awesome. So, Thank you, Christy. You're such a beautiful yeah. person. Thank you, well, Tommy thank you. Cat. Yeah, <laughs> Find out right here. You know oh, he talks, no. but he's not talking now. <laughs> <laughs> he's letting his mama do it all for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again for all you do, because you're right. With all the rescues that are out there, they don't take special needs cats. And it's wonderful They're to have... Work. It's wonderful to have no-kill shelters, but they don't take in these cats so that they won't turn around and euthanize them. So it's it's such a sad situation so thank you for the christy santoros of the world <laughs> find out well, more at tommycatfoundation.org and the facebook page the tommy cat foundation and thank you for hanging out with me on mind body pause holistic living for you and your animals i'm charlie kale check out my reiki business energy healing for people and pause for in-person or distant healing sessions people and animals at charliekale.com c-h-a-r-l-y-k-a-y-l-e.com and find passions there as well as on my page at empower radio Thank you, Brent Carey, the founder and CEO of Empower Radio, and Remy Smith in the studio in Detroit for all their love and support. Take care and remember that no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you are doing the best you can. They know it, and they chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.